In June, Democratic lawmakers pushed through legislation at the Capitol that would prohibit organized wildlife hunting competitions with certain exemptions. The legislation is particularly focused on contests awarding cash and other prizes for killing coyotes, bobcats, foxes, rabbits, crows, woodchucks, and squirrels. To discuss this legislative effort, we're joined on the Capitol Press Room by Brian Shapiro, New York State Director of the Humane Society of the United States. Welcome to the studio, Brian. Uh, Thank you for having me. So can you describe the types of activities that are targeted by this legislation? This legislation is narrowly focused. This would just address competitions, fringe and extreme competitions that use our wildlife resources just for cash and prizes. Uh, This is not typical Sunday hunting out with the family. The way that these events work, uh, contestants will pool money together and then often online or in chat rooms advertise this, they will go out and usually over a two-day period kill as many, meaning the most, the largest, even the smallest wildlife, and you mentioned some of those species, and then awards are given from that, that pot. So this is just about using our shared wildlife resources for cash and prizes. Uh, you know, I'll mention that deer, bear, turkey are exempt from this bill. Fish are not considered wildlife uh, under provisions of NCON law for the purposes of this bill. And the reason why those particular species I mentioned earlier are exempt is because they are already heavily regulated uh, by state agencies, meaning the DEC, and they are not the type of animals that are targeted in such fringe events. Well, there's a lot to unpack there. And let's begin with this idea that this is a, a fringe or extreme activity, as you mentioned, because if this legislation was to become law, would it become illegal to hunt these animals or could they continue to be hunted just without any sort of prize or cash uh, awards like we just described. I I thank you for bringing that up because that's been some of the confusion. And it's very simple that organizing events where you are simply going out and killing these species just for cash and prizes, that's the basis of this. And that's why New York could be the ninth state, eight states, including our neighbor, a contiguous state in Vermont, uh, Massachusetts as well, has passed this legislation. California has passed this legislation. We actually anticipate by the end of the month, Oregon will be the ninth state that passes this. So again, this solely focuses on organized contests and competitions where it's a matter of killing wildlife just for cash and prizes. So theoretically, then, someone, if this legislation became law, could continue to, uh, on their own or informally, hunt these animals and then just dispose of them for whatever reason, the same way that uh, these current events are being critiqued, that they uh, end up just hunting these animals and they're not used in any meaningful way. That could continue to happen just without a cash incentive. Without the cash incentive and the organizing component. A lot of times, as I mentioned earlier, these competitions are not widely publicized because of uh, public outcry against it. So from the perspective of the Humane Society of the United States, we monitor online activity. Um, Sometimes folks will send us posters. Uh, There was a contest uh, held last year uh, in Wyoming County, and it's a bar and grill for 100% profit. So now bars and grills are using our shared resources just for 
profit. So again, this doesn't change any bag limit. It does not change any hunting season. It changes no regulations whatsoever, except to take out that cash component for these competitions. Well, how does that last element actually impact the public interest? What is, I guess, the public benefit more broadly of this type of restriction? Wildlife belongs to all the people of the state. It's held in public trust. And, you know, this concept of uh, natural resources being held for the benefit of the public, this goes back to the codification of, of Roman law with the public trust doctrine. So the fact that wildlife is held in trust for all of the people, and why I use the term fringe, it's a small amount of people. I mean, we have such strong support from numerous hunters in New York State that have signed a memo, which has been given to legislators. I think that had a a big impact on legislators. And wild management professionals across the United States also recognize that these competitions put hunting in a bad light. Uh, Vermont Fish and Wildlife Agency has said, and particularly when it comes to coyotes, that these hunting contests, these uh, killing contests, wildlife for cash competitions are ineffective at managing coyote populations and may also impact access to public lands for hunters. Because again, that public concept, the public perception that this is an extreme activity using something that belongs to all of us. You mentioned hunters, at least some being for this restriction. I saw that the New York State Trappers Association has historically been uh, opposed to this legislation. So is it accurate to say that hunters broadly are supportive of this, or is it the case that it is fringe hunters who are actually opposed to this type of restriction? Yeah, I I can't speak to that particular organization. What what I did see, the one memo uh, in opposition to this that I saw uh, was from uh, Washington-based Safari Club International, uh, which still supports the hunting of endangered and protected species, uh, such as lions, uh, elephants, etc. You know, back to the concept of like fringe organizations. As far as like local organizations go, you know, I've been in politics for a long time. You, you yourself as a reporter, you know, you're accustomed to politics. No special interest group wants to be regulated. And what I've heard a lot is that this is a slippery slope. Now, you know, I don't adhere or believe in the slippery slope principle. I mean, society, our our laws can't run that way. That's like saying if you reduce a speed limit in a community, that the next logical step is that cars will be eliminated from the roadways. So, you know, I choose to look at the fact that this does have meaningful, meaningful support from hunters in New York State and also throughout the United States as well. And, and the last thing I'll add to that is that out of the eight states that have passed these prohibitions in their states, five of them come from their versions of the DEC, their Departments of Natural Resource, because they recognize that they serve no wildlife population or control management purpose whatsoever. It's just about using our resources for money. And this bill, though, is not coming at the request of the Department of Environmental Conservation, correct? No. This is pending legislation, so the DEC uh, has not commented But the DEC it. does request legislation sometimes. The departments uh, often in the administration of a governor will request uh, legislation if they think it is important. So, so far, they're essentially staying on the sidelines in this issue, right? The DEC has said that it, as an agency, does not condone nor sponsor wildlife for cash competition. 
the DEC has concluded that the random removal of coyotes, again, one of the species that's most targeted in these cache uh, for wildlife events, that they will not control or reduce coyote populations, reduce or eliminate predation on livestock, or increase deer densities. And, you know, it's worth noting that the agency has also stated that reducing coyote numbers on a large scale is neither practical nor warranted. Well, let me reintroduce you right now for listeners just joining us. You're listening to the Capitol Press Room, and we're speaking about an effort to ban wildlife hunting competitions that target coyotes, bobcats, foxes, rabbits, crows, woodchucks, and squirrels, and offer a cash prize. And our guest is Brian Shapiro, New York State Director of the Humane Society of the United States. So you mentioned the special management plans that are in place for deer, turkeys, and bears, which are (laughs) exempted uh, from this prohibition. So why not put those type of special management plans uh, into place for the animals that are typically subject to these types of prize-based hunting competitions so that they can continue, so that there are rules in place and that we can just have regulated competitions that people seem to enjoy. Well, you know, you bring up a good point. So let's say um, the big buck contest or big buck competitions for deer. Uh, Deer are managed. The deer numbers are reported to the agency, the DEC. Uh, A lot of the animals that are used, uh, you know, uh, woodchucks, uh, squirrels, uh, rabbits, bobcats, uh, many of these species don't have bag limits. You know, every state does it differently. As I mentioned earlier, some of the departments of natural resource have chosen to take a uh, regulatory route on this issue. You know, it's, it's taken through the legislature. And, you know, you think of things like the prohibition on illegal ivory, which the DEC has been involved with crackdowns on the sale of illegal ivory, their law enforcement divisions, uh, the sale of shark fins for shark fin soup, you know, and the effect that that has, those took a legislative route. So, you know, every state does it differently. But getting back to the initial question, though, you as the representative of the Humane Society of the United States, are you opposed to the state taking a regulatory approach in this situation, which would enable uh, these people who partake in these hunting expeditions to continue to have some sort of organized prize-based competition events? If there, if there was any purpose whatsoever beyond personal profit, uh, you know, for folks to make money off of this, you know, I, we might have a different view on it. But the fact is that wildlife for cash competitions serve no purpose whatsoever. So there's no purpose to the general hunting of these animals that would continue to be uh, allowed. This just will strike down this this fun event for people. It's maybe not my cup of tea, yeah. but uh, I don't understand it. I don't get it. But I, I wouldn't say that I would want to yuck their yum. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as again, like I said earlier, wildlife belongs to all the people of the state and for, you know, a small number of people to be using our resources just to make cash. I think that's the difference. If someone wants to go out and hunt, they have a right to. This legislation would also not impact, let's say, someone who has uh, sheep or wishes to protect their property or there's a problem coyote. Uh, It would not affect any bag limit whatsoever. So I think it's the wildlife for cash component that not only the HSU, US, but organizations such as the Adirondack Council, the Sierra Club, mm-hmm. Club Atlantic Chapter, the list goes on and on. Um, that's what's most offensive about this. 
Well, finally, thinking about that uh, slippery slope that we referenced earlier, if the Humane Society had its druthers, would there be prohibitions on competitions uh, for hunting, say, deer, turkey, and bears? Would there be restrictions on hunting at all for animals like coyotes and bobcats? I mean, would you like to see broadly speaking, more restrictions on hunting in New York? The, the Humane Society of the United States, and again, I mentioned that this is a broad coalition of organizations, but I speak for the HSUS. We are a big tent organization. We have many hunters who are members of our organization. I've worked with organizations such as USDA Wildlife Services. Ten years ago, we helped pass regulations in New York State ending the hunting the transportation and the ownership of feral hogs, feral pigs. And this was legislation, and the intent of the legislation was supported by the DEC and supported by Wildlife Services. So, you know, we are not an anti-hunting organization, but the most egregious abuses of wildlife, yes, we oppose, and this is one of them. So you're okay then with, say, the competitions uh, of hunting for deer, turkey, and bear? Uh, yes, and this, this legislation would not impact those activities whatsoever. Well, we've been speaking with Brian Shapiro. He is the New York State Director of the Humane Society of the United States. Brian, thank you so much for visiting us in the studio. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And for more Capital Press Room content, visit capitalpressroom.org or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. And if you listen to us from an Apple device, make sure to leave us a rating and a review so it helps other people find the show. Support for the Capitol Press Room provided by the New York State AFL-CIO, a federation of 3,000 unions fighting for working people by keeping New York State union strong. Visit unionstrongny.org for more information. Join us again for Capitol Press Room, a production of WCNY Connected, Syracuse.